Hey, let's do the thing. Start out that way. I'm gonna start out that way. You shouldn't start out that way. You don't even know who the Road Warriors are. I know who the fucking Road Warriors are. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Room Full of Nerd Stuff. Uh, I'm Christopher. I write for the Home World. I, I do videos. I'm Mike. I draw for things and also make videos. Yeah. Uh, Mike is also a uh, proponent of a, a wonderful invention that I discovered today on Facebook. The, uh, the recto flute. What? Yeah, uh, uh, Caesar posted, uh, this thing on Facebook. I don't know if it's real or not. I hope to God it's not. It, it looks like a little butt plug, and when you fart, it whistles. Oh, I kind of want one. <laughs> um, looks like it's fake, but I saw it, and I was like, Mike could use that. Uh, I'd wear it to work. <laughs> Just weird people out with it. Say that Mike guy's in a really good mood. He's whistling today. Hmm, and yet he's not moving his lips. Walk past all the offices, just... <laughs> It'd be great. And, um, I'm assuming this is going to be the first episode to go up, but hello, hopeful new listeners from uh, uh the freaking awesome network. Yeah, you want to talk about how we did that? <laughs> yeah, we're, well, I mean... I have been a, a regular member of uh, what is now the fan forum since they were the WrestleCrap forum. Uh, and uh, they wanted content for the main site, and I wanted promotion for my podcast. And I said, how about I just run the podcast on your site? And they were like, cool, whatever. Yeah, for anyone listening, this is really Chris's podcast. Uh, I'm here because one-person podcasts don't really work. One-person podcasts suck. I'm completely expendable he could bring in yeah. a new person <clears throat> next week and the show would not change i could i could bring in fake mike perry in a fucking heartbeat except you couldn't bring in caesar because he doesn't talk as much as i do I could, I could bring in glenn jacobs with a beard and uh irritable bowel syndrome like that glenn jacobs i'm not yeah, that tall fake, fake mike perry well it's it's radio oh i'd be rick bogner if anyone if you're going to make a fake me, you don't know who that is. So, <laughs> Rick Wagner was the fake Razor Ramon. <laughs> I hate you so fucking much. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is this is my podcast. This is our podcast. And my favorite game to play now is uh name wrestlers. Name random wrestlers know. that Chris doesn't know because his <laughs> entire wrestling knowledge is from Starts like, like... 2007 to now. Hey, 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 and anything hey, earlier than that, he only knows from Botchamania and Monday Night War. Apparently, like <laughs> as far as he knows, all Dusty Rhodes ever said was that he has a bicycle. Uh, he said something about Sapphire once. I know that Sapphire, Sapphire, Ooh, baby. Ooh. But he did, in fact, have a bicycle. Well, that that was someone else had a bicycle and was hitting someone. Was it, it even his bicycle? Everything I know is a lie. No, uh, I can't remember the match, actually. Everything I know is a lie. But, uh, no, it's like somebody grabbed a bicycle from somewhere and started hitting his opponent with it, and Dusty was on commentary, and just because everything surprised him so much when he was WCW, it... He got a bicycle! Oh my god, I got a bicycle! He got a rubber sock! Dusty Rhodes was just, like, on on edge constantly. <laughs> So yeah, you'll get you new people will get to you hear get, uh hear me throw out random names and watch Chris just huh? You get a lot of Mike being an asshole. You get a lot of me being an asshole. You get a lot of Power Rangers nonsense, and uh you get a lot of wrestling nonsense. Occasionally we talk other topics. It's Occasionally that, I, But you know do you know what though? It's it's a great new start because you know what you can no longer give me shit for? What? I finally watched Two Framed Roger Rabbit. You did? End of an era. <laughs> End of an era? <laughs> like, I, I've made fun of you for it for, what, three months? And three, three uh, months? Is that really an era? I don't think so. It can be. I don't think three months is an era. I'm declaring it an era. I, I make this happen. This is my show. I control history. I'm basically your god. Okay. Th that was an era, and it's over. 
Not like, you know, a, a Triple H Undertaker over where next year we're going to do it again. <laughs> Done. See, Matt shows up and guest referee. He gets. That, that one Matt he gets. Up. He doesn't get any yeah. other wrestling. I don't, I don't get any other wrestling. <laughs> I have the network. I could be watching all these old matches and I can get these things, but I'm too busy reading comic books. No, I finally watched Two Friend Roger Rabbit. I really enjoyed it. So that's all you got? That's all I got. I mean, did you want to have like an in-depth discussion about the meaning? Well, I thought I thought you'd have more comments uh, to I, bring it up and be like, I finally watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's like, yeah, what would you think? I, it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. That is, uh, I mean, that is the gist of most of our reviews on this. What you think? Eh, it's all right. I'd watch eh. it again. I'd, eh. I'd have it on in the background if I was doing something, you know. Yeah. Jesus. No, I enjoyed it. I think the uh I think the animation still really holds up on that. Uh I I do think a lot of the early movies stuff where they're like handing things back and forth with the tunes was less this is something that needs to happen and more, oh my god, look at this pioneering technique we can do. But uh I, I think it still holds up. I think it's a really cool effect. I loved watching like the uh the behind the scenes of, of them filming that. And uh well first of all, the uh the guy who voiced Roger uh, wore a a full like Roger Rabbit costume on set. <laughs> oh wow! Even though he wasn't standing on set, he was reciting Roger's lines off to the side in costume. In costume. Wow. There's stories about him like going off to lunch or whatever, and people like on the lot making other movies would see that and be like, "That's the fucking rabbit movie! Oh my god, how this is gonna be terrible!" Uh, but no, it's really kind of cool to to watch the raw footage before they put in any of the animation and see all of these robots moving around holding glasses and them handing glasses to the robots and stuff. And that would eventually have the characters drawn over them. Yeah. I, I also got to say too, I mean, uh, uh Bob Hoskins, I, what a, I, I think I, I fucking underrated how great he is. I knew he was great, but to watch that and to just kind of think to yourself, he's doing all this. And it's basically just like him on a stage with nobody else. Yeah. It's seamless. You can't even tell. He does a really great job. Something he was really good at that I wish uh, in this uh, more kind of digital effects age where there's always a person in an empty room talking to nothing anymore. Uh, all, all three Star Wars prequels? Yeah, pretty much. But like when he would look at the character, he wasn't just like looking in the direction of the character. It's like he was focused on Roger Rabbit, even though there was nothing in the room with him. Right. And it's like all the animated characters he interacted with, he was looking at them. He was focused on them. Where in all these movies more recently, when they have to interact with an animated character, they're kind of in the direction facing, but they're not like focused on anything. So it, there's a real disconnect between the the animated character and the actor. Yeah, I know I know. today the, the trick is like a fucking head on a stick or something they use to give the actor the focal point. But it's you can still, it's so just, it's still so sanitized and kind of off. You can always tell. Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't, I never really felt that watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So yeah, it's like I, I just wish like every actor now, because they're going to be in a movie where they're going to have to interact with a, a CGI something or other. It's like, go watch Roger Rabbit and yeah. study what Bob Hoskins did because he did it really well. And you're Directors not doing be like, it well. <laughs> Director's just like you're going to watch this. Ugh. I uh, okay, Megan. Before we make Ninja Turtles two, watch this movie <laughs> so you can actually look at the turtles and not through them. She was just looking straight at their turtle souls. <laughs> I see your turtle soul inside of you, and it's beautiful. What does my soul say, April? <laughs> it's turtle. <laughs> and none of the new listeners are gonna. None of the get new listeners joke. get that. Make sure to check out the backlog of Room Full of Nerd Stuff and ARG at thehomeworld.net. Yeah, go to fucking a year and a half ago <laughs> and listen to our early podcasts when I was doing this on a laptop microphone. My my recommendation to you, I'm going to be completely serious, don't do that. No, don't. They sound really bad. Imagine that this is the first episode, <clears throat> and we're just making references to things that you they're, they're, not, they're not for you. Chris Chris opens up with a Macho Man voice, and he, he, he screams it's a turtle, and it's Mike's throwing out names of wrestlers. Chris, it's reference cast at this point. It's like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back without watching any other Kevin Smith movies. What's the point? I think Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back was my first Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> 
Do you enjoy it more or less having watched the rest of the VS Universe movies, though? Um, from, like, the inside joke perspective, I like it more. But mm-hmm. it is definitely not the best of those five movies. Or six, I guess, because Clerks. That's what Clerks we should be saying. Be in that universe as well. That's what everybody was talking about how 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 great it was for Avengers to do this big like unified movie universe. Kevin Smith already did it. <laughs> he did it fifteen years before Avengers, with better special effects. Oh my god! So uh, the Mortal Kombat ten stuff came out uh, today. Hey, it's Mortal Kombat Wednesday. X. I said, did I say ten? I Mortal 10. Kombat X. I'm sorry, Ed Boone. It is the tenth game, but you're ma- you're meant to pronounce X. it X. Got to pronounce it X because they're a real fighting game series. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there means. a Street Fighter X or was it yeah. EX? I think it was pronounced EX, but it was terrible because that was like the 3D polygonal one, like right at the launch of the PlayStation. Oh God, yeah. And I think it was on the Saturn too. Yeah. Uh, and I've I've genuinely never heard anyone even talk about it good or bad it's just kind of like the bastard child of the street fighter universe well that was also like we're getting way up topic it's like hey mortal kombat stuff came out yeah let's talk about 20 year old street fighter games let's talk about 20 year old fighting uh, games that suck <laughs> but also like at that point there was just so damn many street fighter games yeah and it's like i i think that one just kind of got lost in the shuffle because it wasn't good and there was like three other alpha games that came out around the same time I there was I remember I had uh, Alpha Three on my PS One and I really enjoyed it and I knew about EX. But I remember when Street Fighter Four came out, being really confused because I didn't even know there was a Street Fighter Three. I was like, "What?" Yeah. And it was actually I I finally got a chance to play it. It was actually pretty good. Uh, there there was a a bit of a disconnect for me with Street Fighter Three because there were so few characters in it that I recognized. Yeah. Like, why are there, like, oh, yeah. three little tiny kid versions of Ken and Ryu? Why? No, I don't want to play this. I want to play with the real... Wasn't that... Wasn't, wasn't Street... Well, no, I'm thinking of something different. I was about to say, it wasn't Street Fighter 3's whole gimmick that it was all new people? But no. It wasn't all new that. people, but it was a, most of them. They had, and they had that weird guy that was, like... he his, like Yeah, that was weird guy in Street his, Fighter. Well, his body was, like, a bag, and he had, like, one arm, and his head was all elongated. He was this weird yellow mutant. Ugh. Oh, man. Certainly uh, not as iconic as any of the Street Fighter 2 characters. I could not name you anybody that was in Street Fighter 3. Not a, not a one of them? Not even like Ryu or Ken or, or Chun-Li? Well, the main stuff, I've got but... the I've got the Wikipedia page pulled up to it, and there's not really... They don't even really have that much listed on the Wikipedia page. Street Fighter 3 came out. It was a thing. But Street yeah. Fighter 4. Street Fighter 3 happened. Moving on. Capcom only yeah. made Street Fighter 3 to prove that they could count beyond 2. Ugh. I, I noticed that what happens with that is Capcom gets hung up on two. They make like five iterations of the second installment of a series. And then once they hit three, they just don't know how to stop making. They're like, just keep counting. Just keep counting. <laughs> Resident Evil 6. Two, Super 2, Best 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. No, Mortal Kombat 10 came out. Uh, didn't come out. New trailer came out for it. Uh, Mike and I are big Mortal Kombat fans. We're currently doing a Mortal Kombat tournament. Uh, you can watch it on our respective YouTube channels. I'm at YouTube.com slash JCBaggy. Mike's at YouTube.com slash NoDiceMike. My videos are better. Go watch my videos. It doesn't matter when you hear this because we will still be doing the tournament no matter when you listen to this. It's never going to end. It's not going to end. It's never going to end. We're going to like do an entire round where somehow it's just fatalities. Like There won't be matches. It's going to be like 30 minutes of fatalities where we go, how? How? We're both back how? at zero points. How did this happen? <laughs> we accidentally record like two hours of us in the fatality trainer and then go, wait. <laughs> No, go watch those. I think they're really enjoyable. It has run a little long. That was our fault. Well, that was Mike's fault. Mike came up with the rules, and I just went, yeah, that sounds like fun. Let's do that. I honestly didn't think. Like, I I remember when you said, I want to go to 500. That'll be a journey. And I remember thinking, that sounds really long. And after we recorded those first few episodes, I was like, okay, no, maybe not. We moved pretty quick. Yeah. And 20 episodes later, it's like, wow, we just kind of ground to a halt somewhere in the middle there, didn't we? I think it really it really happened when we swapped the scores. If we would have kept the scores as they were, it would have been over by now. Yeah, yeah. but it wouldn't. It would have been just you would have just spanked me. Mm-hmm. Like you would have beat me by a good two hundred points. So we we elongated the series by another fucking forty episodes because we wanted to <laughs> to try to make it more interesting by me not just spanking Chris. I don't like it when Mike spanks me. Mm-mm. It's not pleasant. Uh-huh. 
It's not pleasant at all. Go watch those. We're having a lot of fun with those. New episodes every uh, Friday. Uh, new podcast episodes are up every Friday at thehomeworld.net, and now they'll be up on Fan, I assume. I'm not entirely positive of their publication schedule. I haven't really read much about that yet. But we're up there, and that's what's important. I'd like to, to interject and say that uh, on Chris's channel, they will be up every Friday. On my channel, they will be up <laughs> sometime between Friday and the 12th of never. Yeah, they go up every week. The the, the they, last they one goes go up, up before the next one does. But the, as to what day of the week they go up is kind of ambiguous. By the way, Mike is also, and I apologize to people who listened last week because they already know this, Mike is also doing some other playthroughs on his channel of Batman Arkham Asylum and Power Rangers Super Legends. And Mortal Kombat Special Forces. Which I enjoy watching Mike's playthroughs because he doesn't seem to know where he's going or what he's doing, and I just like screaming at the <laughs> screen for 30 minutes. Or or my personal favorite in this newest episode of Power Rangers, where you shot like an exploding crate, and it looked like you were going to try to jump out of the way, but you just kind of stood there and let it blow up your <laughs> face. That happens a bit. I was like... Like, he had a really good strategy there for taking care of those enemies, and then he was like, I'll just put my face on this bomb. Yeah, having recorded the entirety of that game, I can tell you that that, that happens a bit. It's uh, it's still not as bad as watching you play Arkham Asylum and just for, like, 30 minutes screaming, Oh my god, look up, look up, please. This is my, like, second time playing Arkham Asylum, and the first time I didn't even finish it. I don't think I got to the point where I had to look up the first time I played it doing that game is look up unless you're already up and then you're just looking down so you can figure out where to go down so you can go back up uh, i i imagine I'll, I'll be a little bit better with uh arkham city <laughs> you won't it's huge but i've already played it and beaten it so i uh, i know more about where i have so to go and what i have to do than i did in uh in arkham asylum so you actually know what you're doing mm-hmm. that's good if i play when i do uh arkham origins oh i'm fucked <laughs> Not really, because uh, Arkham Origins I found to be uh, much more linear than the first two. Mm. Um, I only got about mm. like 20 minutes into that game when uh, my dog decided that he needed to to knock the Xbox off the table with his tail, and nice. uh, that corrupted the save. Nice. You were just like, I'm not playing that shit again. Well, it's it was one of those things where I had like just played it, <clears throat> and right. you know, like, I was pissed that I lost it, and I, I already knew what I was doing. I was like, I just did this shit. I don't want to do it. So it's like I had to give myself time to kind of kind of forget to make it fun again, because then it was just like re-grinding through everything that I had just done. Right. Yeah, I uh, I played through it a few months ago, and um, I didn't... I We'll talk about Mortal Kombat in a second, guys. We're, we're working on it. You'll <laughs> learn very quickly. There. You'll learn very quickly. Mike and I just kind of go with it. And that means we get sidetracked sometimes. Uh, I, I No, I played Arkham Origins a few months ago, and I found it to be much more like straightforward, kind of like, go down this path than the other two games were. Like, there weren't a lot of kind of wander around. It was just kind of, go straight forward. Mm-hmm. The whole way of Batman-ness. Mm. Although my, my favorite part of uh, Arkham Origins was uh, the Riddler bits. Oh, yeah. It, it, or or just... Enigma, not Riddler yet. Where he just degrades you the entire time. Yeah, but it's like, I I know it was supposed to be like a prequel thing, but the whole time I'm going, huh, a question mark. I wonder who this guy is. It's like, ah, I am Enigma. No, you're not. No. No. Ah, uh, the Riddler has just been reduced to a way to put uh, MacGuffins and collectibles in video games now. <laughs> Maybe in the fifth game after, uh, what's his next one, Arkham Knight? Yeah. Then Riddler will be a more central villain and not just like, hey, I left all these glowing question marks everywhere. Go find them. I feel uh, so bad because I was talking with a friend of mine at work about Arkham Arkham Knight. And I was like, yeah, the Arkham Knight's the new bad guy because the Joker died in the last one and Arkham Knight's got like a suit of armor and you can't see his face. And oh, God damn it, it's the Joker, isn't it? <laughs> So then I played Arkham Origins, and spoiler alert, that's exactly what fucking happens in Arkham Origins. What? I haven't beat it yet. You know how they hyped up when uh, Arkham Origins came out that the game was about Batman chasing Black Mask and not the Joker? Right. They fucking lied. Not even like, oh, they teased it. and then, No, they just flat out fucking lied is what they did. The Black Mask take off his mask and reveal himself to be Joker, or...? The Joker took out Black Mask and took over Black Mask's identity, and then as Black Mask, hired a bunch of assassins to kill Batman. 
Sounds like a very jokery thing to do, but yeah, it was. You're, it, you're chasing Black Mask, but you don't know that it's not Black Mask. So you find out. You find out like uh, not even halfway. It's like right away. You you find out. Like they did do a great thing with the first boss fight, but I won't tell you because I want you to find out for yourself when you're doing the LP. I think you'll really enjoy what they do, though. Wait, wasn't the first boss fight the the new? Uh, well, it's like the the chick version of an old villain. No. It was a snake thing. Who was that? Uh, that was Copperhead. Yeah. There is a female Copperhead in the comics. Um, but it's like they, they made a female Copperhead for the game, and then we're like, oh, yeah, and she's also female in the comics now, because reasons. She was, no, she was female in the comics for years. Sure. Positive. And she's French. Because I remember, like, not knowing who that character was and looking it up and being, and it's like, there was a Copperhead in the comics, but it was a guy, and then when the game came out, they decided, oh, New 52, she's a girl now. Oh, wait a minute, maybe I'm thinking of somebody different. Sorry, everybody! Like, we made her girl in the game, and then also because we decided to fuck up the world with this New 52 bullshit, she's also a girl in the comics, so enjoy. Enjoy Girl Copperhead. I'm trying to think, I could swore there was a female Copperhead at some point. That point is now. Well, God, I hate you so much. The future is now, Chris. The future is now, female snake critters. No, Mortal Kombat 10 stuff came out, getting back to the original point we had five hours ago. And the new trailer came out. It looks like Katana and Kung Lao. Uh, Kung Lao, we found out, was confirmed a few weeks ago. Yeah, with with his hideous hat. Now, that is just an alternate costume, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah, there is a a regular costume that's just the traditional hat. You see it in the trailer. Wasn't the hat glowing? I don't I don't know. Is that like notice. part of a special move or is it just always glowing? Like he's got a lightsaber hat now cuz why the fuck not? Oh, just like 25 tiny lightsabers pop out from around the outside of Kung Lao's hat. <laughs> Another thing you thought for it was Star Wars nerds to just lose their fucking minds over. You thought that's it was not impossible. how that would work. He could not have that many crystals inside of a hat. You thought it was implausible that he doesn't lose a finger when he throws his hat before. (laughs) Surrounded with lightsabers. Watch everybody get pissed off. Yeah, Uh, Old Man Kung Lao and then Katana, who, as you you mentioned, is somehow wearing more and yet less clothing. Yeah, like she's wearing like more little armory bits on her arms and legs, but as far as the middle goes, less clothing. I'm going to make sure my arms and legs are real covered up, but all this, like, critical torso <laughs> all part... All those vital I'm, organs, I want to make sure better, they're good and exposed. Better leave them out to breathe. Uh, Let them get some air. I'm really excited for this game. So am I. It just, like, that trailer especially, it just, it looks gorgeous. I'm, uh, I'm very glad it's not coming out uh, five years ago when viral marketing was as big as it was, and you and I did such amazing things as <laughs> spending three hours... <laughs> Poking around in the HTML code of the Mortal Kombat vs. DC Universe website trying to find hidden characters. All because, huh. like, there was one time. Look at the color code on this font. Smoke confirmed. There was, like, one time that there was a piece of code left on the site that, like, confirmed Jax was in a game. And so then, yeah, every week you and I are going on there like, well, which, which character are they going to hide in the code this week? I don't think they're going to do that this time around. No. They might. We might need to... No. No. No, the, the most we'll get is Ed Boon kind of uh, cryptically acknowledging other people's tweets when they're like, how about this character? And him going, I don't know, wink. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. God, he's such a troll on Twitter. It's amazing. I love it. All the time I've seen people tweet him like, will so-and-so be in the game? And he's just like, no. Still no Zebron, though. Still no Zebron. Just... I'm sure it's just crushing Matt. I know. I know. I saw you mention like this, the rumor going around now is Jason Voorhees is the like Jason Voorhees and the Predator and the Predator, which I and as I pointed out, also uh, Jason Voorhees is owned by Warner Brothers, so that could work. Predator not owned by Warner Brothers, so much less of a a possibility. Of a possibility. <laughs> Predator I, owned um... by Fox, and they ain't letting that motherfucker go. They don't let any of it go unless it's like with Freddy. <laughs> With Freddy Krueger, it was kind of like, eh, alright, whatever. I don't want every installment of Mortal Kombat to feature some new, like, horror character as the, like, I don't mind a guest fighter showing up as DLC or something, but... No, I've I've been against kind of the crossover characters 
since they announced Kratos, I was like, no, don't put him in Mortal Kombat. And then they did Freddy, and I was like, fuck. If they're going to do anybody, they should throw somebody from Injustice in there. Yeah, I'd be okay with that, just because there's already, like, (laughs) it wasn't a good game, but there's already the precedent of DC and Mortal Kombat coexisting. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, Like, not not just in MK versus DC, but also in Injustice, we had Scorpion show up. So if they'd like, hey, here's Batman, play as him in Mortal Kombat, where he can actually fucking kill people. But he still won't, because he's a good guy, Batman doesn't kill people. I'd rather see them throw in, like, Deathstroke or the Joker if they were going to do that. Yeah. You could finally do that Joker fatality that they're so butthurt about it, they gave it to Shang Tsung in Mortal <laughs> Kombat. We got this really cool clown fatality, guys. It is a really cool fatality. It is. But I like that, yeah, Shang Tsung has to turn into a clown so that he can do the, the fake gag, or the fake gun gag. That's hard uh, to say. Now. The fake... But, yeah, like, I... Maybe not a one of the hero characters, because, yeah, DC would be, they don't kill people. Yeah. I don't need to see heroic brutality show up in Mortal Kombat X. No. God, heroic brutalities. Yeah, maybe Deathstrike, because I... I... See, Superman, like, I could Superman not... you just hammered Jax into the ground like a fucking railroad spike. You broke every bone in his body. He's paralyzed. He's never going to have any quality of life. Yes, but he's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. But no, I was yeah, like, death, I, I couldn't imagine having Joker in the game because like, he's he's spindly and not a fighter, and I it's I couldn't fun, imagine him going up against that. Shao Kahn. It's funny you say that because in MK vs. DCU and in Injustice, Joker's like one of the strongest characters you can play as. Yeah, because he he's squirrely, but squirrely. It's like as a as an actual character, Joker is not a a, a good fighter. No, he'd be the one that would be the easiest to make fit like. Make gel within Mortal Kombat, though. Yeah, just because he he loves killing people, just loves the murder, Layton. But yeah, I could I could see a, a DC character showing up because of that. But uh, hell, maybe if they just did like the the <laughs> evil Superman, he kills people. There you go. He, he killed the entire planet. I guess you could do that justification and throw pretty much any DC character you wanted in there. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's for... the evil alternate version. No, it's the mean one. No, that's Yellow Lantern. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's it's sounding like they want to put Jason in as DLC because there's another Friday the 13th right around the corner. Because, you know, keep cranking them out. They've been gold for... Those make so much money now. <sighs> Quick, we need another Friday the 13th. There was one good Friday the 13th, and it was the one without Jason in it. <laughs> it's the very first one. I had to say that because I know you don't know that. Uh... <laughs> really? <laughs> I've seen Friday the Thirteenth, uh, but uh, yeah. So I I know that that's that's why they they're talking about it, or that's the rumor anyway. Um, I don't want to see him in there, meaning we probably I, will. <laughs> I I think really the kind of dream scenario here is I, how about no guest characters? And we just do some DLC characters that are like there's still a whole slew of Mortal Kombat characters that haven't shown up in the reboot. You've got all those great Deception characters. Yeah, Shujinko. Get Shujinko or uh, that guy with the flags on his back, Hotaru. Hotaru, uh, you could you could throw Darius in there. That one's easy. You just reskin Jax because that's all he was in Deception. Uh, oh my God, you could do Zombie Liu Kang because he's all burnt up now, all crispy. Don't bring back Zombie Liu Kang. Um, I mean, uh, uh, Kira, uh, Frost, Frost. I would like to see brought back. I imagine it's only a matter of time. She actually has a really big fan base. Yeah. Even though she controlled like shit in Deadly Alliance. I imagine she would play sort of like a uh, cross between Scarlet and Sub-Zero if they threw her in X. Which I, I think would actually be really fun. Like a, Well, I think you would hate me uh, if I got to play as like Sub-Zero but tiny and three times as fast. Yeah. <laughs> All you need is a speed up Sub-Zero and <laughs> cut him down a foot. And then he's the most unstoppable goddamn character in the game. Oh. <laughs> I do think that's... I remember seeing the Quan Chi reveal trailer, watching that, and just thinking, oh, Mike's going to get so pissed when I play as him. Zipping all over the screen, throwing shit down. Oh, Mike's going to hate that. Hopefully, by the time we try to do a Let's Play of that, I'll have been a little more well-versed in the game. We're not going to go straight into one. No, uh... We're still going to be doing this one, the first one, (laughs) when that game comes out. 
Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be out by the time we hit 500. Yeah. No, um, I, I, my kind of goal is that the Mortal Kombat tournament is an annual thing, so it would stop, like, start, like, August? Mm-hmm. God, we started this fucking thing in <laughs> August. <laughs> oh my God. I have to think about that. I'm like, how long ago did it start? 20 episodes, an episode a week? Oh, my God. Yeah, we're coming up on, oh my god, we're coming up on six months of this tournament. I'm so sorry, internet. We can get more people involved and uh, and not have yeah. so many points. <laughs> the goal would be uh, that we would start again in August. More people, even if it's just me and Mikey, and it'll be more streamlined. I would like to get it down to like ten episodes tops. Boosh, really? Max. I, I feel like this one's... Uh, a spoiler alert, everybody. Given what we've already filmed, I feel like this one's gonna stop around twenty-five. <laughs> Mike's like going over what we have recorded already, and he's like mm, thirty-five. Yeah, I, well, I I still have about a hundred points to catch up on. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I'm like at like three something, and I. I uh, in like uh, this week's episode, we'll talk about that off the air. Shh, spoilers, they don't know we filmed these in advance, Mike. Yeah, oh yeah, we always do them like we always do them like the night before. Right. Yeah, we record them live and edit them we don't and do three weeks them. in one go. That's no, foolish. That, that would be outrageous. What kind of people do that? Disregard everything I said about having Power Rangers all done too, because I oh I, yeah that no. before it goes up too. God no, Mike. Uh, Mike has to fight and bleed and sweat just to get the time to record those Power Rangers episodes. It's a hard game. Mm-hmm. Well, if you've watched his LP of it, you probably think it's a hard game. He's pretty bad at it. <sighs> Not great. Not great at that game. I do die a lot. I think at some point I yell at it. This is a fucking kids game. How am I doing so poorly at this? Oh, I should be careful. That's fire. Mike screams as he jumps right into the fire. Uh, oh, thanks, Firefox, for telling me that there's a new version available there's been 12 versions available this year and it's only january firefox is constantly updating and now it's trying to crash on me stop it uh in in between mortal Kombat tournaments there's another let's play mike and i are planning on doing it's it's a thing maybe it's a a secret to everyone Uh, you know we're just trying to make sure the gears are in place to to make it happen Oh, uh, 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 wait, what game are we playing? I... Uh, we're, we're going to play, uh, uh, GoldenEye multiplayer for Sweet. three months. Fuck yeah. Don't they have like that remastered GoldenEye? Can't you play online multiplayer on that? I think, and I actually have that for the Wii. Oh, Wii. I don't have, I don't have it on the Wii. I actually, I like went out of the way and got the like special limited edition with the gold controller because I was like, they're limited and it's Goldeneye. They aren't going to be around for long, and you can still find them in any Walmart. <laughs> in the world. I like the the Goldeneye reboot. I've not played much of it, obviously, because you know me. I play a game and then I get bored with it or I get distracted by something else. But I mean, it's it's just Goldeneye with prettier graphics and Daniel Craig instead of Pierce Brosnan. Oh, they even changed Bond to the new one? That's gross. I don't think they don't have the license for Pierce Brosnan anymore, I don't think. Oh. Like, they don't have the rights to his likeness anymore or something. I don't know. Which I'm fine with that. I like Daniel Craig. He's a, he's a good Bond. That's gross. It should be the Pierce Brosnan one, because that's what I grew up with, damn it. How dare people change it's destroying childhood. my childhood. Childhood ruined. Like, Hashtag childhood ruined. I'm so sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to shit on your childhood, sir. Thanks, Michael Bay. Why did Michael Bay have to remaster Goldeneye? <laughs> My Wii blows up every time I put the game in. There's 40% more red barrels to shoot. Oh my god, Mike, enough jibber-jabber, let's talk raw. Let's talk raw. Oh, I raw. only just kind of scanned through raw before we started recording, because I was like, I should probably at least see what happened if we're going to talk about this. Mike, you're in luck, because absolutely nothing happened. I gathered that from the, uh, the about uh, an hour scrub through of a three-hour show. Uh, Monday Night Raw, of course, is a wrestling program that is three hours long, and when Mike and I DVR, we can watch it in about 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, most notable this week, they announced just after we went off the air last week, by which I mean just after we stopped recording on Wednesday night, uh, Jerry Lawler, no longer on Raw. They moved him to SmackDown, Booker T taking over the duties on Raw. Uh, and duty is right. <laughs> Poop jokes. I, I, I am a fan of Booker T as a wrestler. It's like... I was always a fan of Booker T as a wrestler. Hate like, him as a commentator. 
All that energy I spend rolling my eyes at Jerry Lawler's commentary is now spent trying to translate whatever the fuck Booker T is saying. Yeah, he has that... It it almost sounds like a, um, a, a really deep-voiced um, Chucky from Rugrats. Because <laughs> it's like his nose is always plugged up. Oh, Michael, I gotta keep my tie on. My head'll fall off. No, that Michael, go that Michael. No, Chucky Ducky. What the fuck did he say? Go away, Booker. Um, I I did think the Jerry Lawler moving to SmackDown thing was pretty hilarious that they did it this week. Oh, you want to see Daniel Bryan's ring return? It's only on SmackDown, and Jerry Lawler's there too. Uh, what I'm reading from reports, they wanted Lawler to actually go to Raw like two years ago, or go to SmackDown like two years ago. Uh, and then he had a heart attack, and they were like, oh, we can't just kind of shuffle him off Raw now. <laughs> so they and waited until t- he had a goddamn diverticulitis? It's like, well, that's, I guess that's well, less fatal, so... <laughs> never, that'll do. Uh, no, they, they uh, according to the report, they viewed the move to Thursday as an opportunity to uh, rebrand and shuffle things around, like a new beginning point. Whereas at the time, it was like, King had just had a heart attack, the crowds were really behind him. And they were like, we can't just kind of be like, go over there, King. Go to the show that we can edit out your death should you have a heart attack. Well, I think SmackDown's a great place for him, but looking at the commentary booth, it is uh, Cole, Lawler, and Byron Saxton. And this kind of smacks of uh, Lawler and or Cole getting ready, to, getting ready to hang it up and kind of stuck over there to groom Saxton to take one of their places. Saxton I do like. What he's, I've heard of him good. I do like. I, uh, much like you, I stopped watching SmackDown once it became light raw. Yeah. I guess you would call it chafed. Chafed? Friday night chafed. Because if Monday night you're raw, Friday night you would have to be chafed. That, that was a stretch. That's not working. Hold for editing. <laughs> um. <laughs> Except it's not going to get edited because all you do is no, truncate not. silence and put it's it up. Not. Hey, that is hey, editing. I, I remove the background noise. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, roll this week right off the bat. You have, uh, you have, uh, Booker T on commentary. You also have these repeated segments where they announce that Macho Man Randy Savage is expected to be inducted. The news got broke by TMZ earlier in the day that Macho Man Randy Savage is going to headline, well, go in at the 2015 Hall of Fame. Who knows if he'll, I'm sure he'll quote unquote headline it. There'll be a co-headliner that's, you know, alive. There was, uh, like, when I first saw the report, it was on PW Insider, and it yeah. read, uh, like, unconfirmed that Randy Savage is going or going to be announced as uh, the first inductee in the 2015 Hall of Fame. And so I was like, oh, shit, maybe, it, maybe it'll actually happen, maybe it won't. I go to WWE.com, and it's the exact same morning. Unconfirmed reports. Like, it's on your fucking website. It's, it's on your website. You're the company. Yeah, you are the one to decide whether or not he goes in. If it's on your website, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. Every time I saw the expected to be confirmed, though, I thought to myself, how great would it be if Vince comes out and goes, this year we're inducting the most macho man I know in the WWE Hall of Fame, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Just give it to him again. <laughs> like my comment I... on that was Triple H comes out and goes, you all want Randy Savage? Well, lol, Barry Horowitz. You don't know who that is. I know who, goddamn it, I hate you so much. <laughs> Going in the Hall of Fame this year, John Cena. What, Randy Savage? Who? Oh, uh, but no, they did eventually somehow get their departments to talk to each other and confirm that, yes, they were going to put... When they do shit like that, it's so stupid. It really is. It's... WWE may or may not do it. We can't confirm it. You are the WWE. Call somebody. Yeah. What, what disconnect is there between the people who make the decisions on the website where the website has to report unconfirmed? Like, like Raw went on the air and Vince has been on the shitter for 12 hours. They're like, we got to ask Vince, but nobody wants to disturb him. He's really having some trouble in there. Like at the nine o'clock hour, Vince wanders out and goes, what? Yeah, do it. That sounds good. Also, light a match if you go in there. Doesn't go to the bathroom. He just walks around with it in his shorts. His body just absorbs it and pulls more nutrients from it. Yeah, that was a a story Kevin Kelly told that uh, Vince had an had a in ring segment and he's standing at Gorilla and right before he goes out he sharts himself. <laughs> Can't really do anything about it, so he goes out, does the interview, comes back, and he goes, "Now I know why babies cry. This shit burns." 
Apparently, he then proceeded to put his shitty underwear on the end of a mop handle and chase Pat Patterson around backstage with it. Uh, it's it's just because Vince doesn't, like, shit actual fecal matter. It's just, you know, like, brimstone and fire comes out. <laughs> That's Kane's house. <laughs> it's, it's a really long week, just lumps of diamonds. Kane's house is Vince's asshole. So, uh, Raw, Raw opens up with, uh, everybody's... Because he doesn't know Mass Kane. I hate you so much. Raw opens up with everybody's favorite, Sad John Cena. Did you watch the opening John Cena promo? I did. I figured, like, watching the beginning and ends, those are the segments that I need to pay attention to, because those are, like, the storyline segments. John Cena comes out and says, I'm going to show you at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to win the title, and then I'm just going to go home. Like, that's already happening. They don't (laughs) care. It's good. that Yeah, because then you're not exposed on TV every week. That's exactly why Vince said he put it on Lesnar. Great, Isn't do that, it. Isn't this exactly what the Authority wants? You're gone. Okay, cool, bye. <laughs> uh, so the Authority come out and tell John, uh, hey, if you want Ryback and uh, Eric Rowan and Dolph Ziggler, they really put a lot of focus on Dolph Ziggler's name this week, so the crowd would go, yeah, that guy. Well, I, I think um, they're sort of soft pushing him now. Soft pushing him. Yeah, they. It's like they they they're trying to get behind him, but they they're still like testing the waters with the audience. See how he gets a reaction, <laughs> even though he's been getting the same reaction for like five years. We're just not real sure the audience is going to be consistent with this Dolph Ziggler thing, yeah. guys. I don't know if they like him. So the uh, the authority comes out and they say, "Hey, if you want their jobs back, just beat Seth Rollins right now in a lumberjack match." And thus, Raw opens after a stunning 15 minutes with a lumberjack match. Baffling, because I don't know where Triple H put the other 45 minutes of his promo. (laughs) Well, there was a bit I noticed where him and Stephanie were kind of talking over each other. I think there was more lines in there, but he kind of just, like, rolled over her. Kind of garbled him. And after rolling Um, over her, she's pregnant again. Fourth baby. Maybe it'll finally be a son. He keeps trying for that little Triple H. It's going to be a huge nose coming out of Stephanie's vagina. It'll still be a girl. It's just a girl with a really big nose. Uh, the Lumberjacks for the match, the Big Show, Bad News Barrett, Cesaro, Tyson Kidd, Fandango, Titus O'Neil, Kane, Curtis Axel, J&J Security, and Justin Gabriel, who I didn't know was a heel. I could have saved you all the time and just say the heels. <laughs> Every heel in the company. Uh, shenanigans happen. <laughs> That old WWE booking standpoint. Uh, Cena almost pins Rollins, but of course they pull him out. Big Show lands a KO punch on Cena, and Rollins gets the cover. I'm sure that's what the script reads. Shenanigans? Seth, Seth Rollins versus John Cena handicap match. Shenanigans, Seth Rollins wins. Shenanigans, KO punch, Rollins goes over. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, next up, there was a segment with the Usos and Dean Ambrose I didn't really pay attention to. I know Dean Ambrose had to go through psych, th- psych therapy. Um, because sh- shenanigans. Yeah, there was something about um, they the Usos were wanting Naomi to do a thing, and then Ambrose had to go through psych evaluation because he checked himself out of a mental institution last yeah. week. Apparently, uh, what happened was the Usos trash talked the Authority last week on Raw, and as punishment, Naomi had a uh, one arm tied behind her mat- back match against Alicia Fox. Yes, and that was a gem. Yeah, well. Much like all Alicia Fox matches. I'm sure I'm sure Cameron enjoyed it. She's probably talking to Steve Austin about it right now. <laughs> what? Who? God, I just I'm reading these results and I was just like, wow, Raw was not great. I know. But then you had the New Day versus Cesaro. Hey, we're on a wrestling kid. website now. We need to we need to pick it up when talking about the wrestling. They're not they're not a, they're 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 general media, but there's a lot of wrestling they're, talk they're, on there. But they're general media. They're freaking fantastic what i i said about this podcast we should rebrand it as wrestling and other stuff shut up um wrestling and other stuff the podcast room full of me uh uh, new day versus cesaro and tyson kid uh kingston and woods were the components of new day in this match uh good match i'm really enjoying cesaro and tyson kid as a team that is a weird team that doesn't seem like it should work and yet yet it it does i don't like that they're putting adam rose with them that is a weird mix. I'm kind of kind of give it the benefit of the so doubt. Here's the fucking stable of misfit toys. Just here's all the awkward kids with the uneven legs <laughs> and the gimmicks that don't work. Just put them all in this corner of the ring. <laughs> uneven legs. <laughs> uh, 
Oh. Uh. Yeah. I'm also digging the, the new day. I, I don't think that they've reached their potential yet. No, I think uh they need some promo time or some time to actually like connect with the audience to get that because right now it's just three guys in uh, blue gear screaming really loudly and like yeah. But I'm enjoying them. I think it's a really good team. I think it's a really good stable to have. I think it would have been better they're... if they'd actually build it as the the new nation or whatever. I I'm kind of glad it's not like at least right away just the new new nation 2015. Well, it I made have... no sense for Xavier Woods to come out what four six months ago, whenever he did, and like cut his start like... screaming at Kofi and Big E. That's like we're being held down and we need to pick it up and goddamn it! And then they come back as smiling baby faces, dancing to to church choir music. Yeah, I think they're. Uh, I think they're gonna go places. We'll see. They're not feuding with the Usos yet, so they're fine. Because uh, as we all know, when the Usos get in a feud with you, you just spend the next six months doing nothing but wrestling the Usos. <laughs> uh, next up, we had my favorite segment, uh, Nap Time with the Big Show, as the Big Show came out to cut a promo. Yeah, skip right which through was that. A, which is a really grueling segment, because it's like, oh, did you stay awake during the Big Show promo? Well, here's the Roman Reigns to tell him a story called Roman and the Beanstalk. <laughs> Good luck with that one, buddy. <laughs> Roman Reigns' promos these last two weeks, I sent you the one on SmackDown where he not only said suffering succotash, but said it as a euphemism for the word shit because... It's PG. I, I guess that's how cool people talk in Vince McMahon's eyes. Uh, Vince is supposedly writing all of Roman's promos. And then this week comes out and tells this Roman and the Beanstalk story. I mean, you think I switch off when I hear a Big Show promo. I kind of looked over and went, oh, God, what? Wow, you're so... You're not kidding. That wasn't just a joke, Roman and the Beanstalk. No, he came out and told I, a story like I said, called I, I Roman and the Beanstalk. through all this because it's like Big Show came out and cut the same goddamn heel promo he's been cutting for 20 years, and then Roman came out, and uh, it's just hard to listen to him talk. And I was like, they're just yapping. Okay, next. No, yeah, Roman Reigns came out and literally told a story called Roman and the Beanstalk. Oh, my God, I thought that that was just a joke from you. <laughs> I, it's you know it's one of those things where it's like it's so not funny you can't joke about it. <sighs> and uh, this of course transitioned into a match that completely makes sense: uh, Roman Reigns versus Luke Harper. Luke Harper just kind of wanders out, and the match starts. By the way, this is a good way to get your badass babyface over as a badass is have him quote Looney Tunes characters and Mother Goose tales, and then beat up smelly hillbillies. <sighs> and yeah, Luke Harper loses clean. Uh, Big Show attempts to interfere, which allows Harper to hit his uh, finisher, which blew my mind. I didn't know Harper had a finisher. <laughs> Reigns kicks out and hits a Superman punch, drop kicks uh, Harper on the rope on the on the ring apron, and then of course because that wasn't enough, hit a spear and pins him. So yeah, clean win for Reigns. Clean win. Not and only then that, Big but Sh- gets over on two of the like largest guys. Yeah. Oh, and then Big Show jumps in the ring and lays out Reigns with a KO punch, marking two top baby faces the Big Show laid out with a KO punch in one episode of Raw. Within the first hour, even, I think. Why are they feeding Harper to Roman Reigns? You gotta make Roman look strong, man. But, hey, gotta make Roman look strong. But it's like, I thought they were actually planning on doing something with Harper. Shh. Gotta make Roman look strong. And they just, they had Roman beat him and Big Show. Well, I mean, Mark Henry's out on injury. What can you do? I guess. Mark Henry's injured again. Uh, next up, Miz and Mizdow segment as what is supposedly going to be the end of the Miz and Mizdow uh, partnerships. Seeds are sown as Mizdow tells the Miz that uh, he has hidden cameras all over the Miz's house and is producing a reality movie called Manhood. That's not creepy. The report I read said that the plan was to have the Miz be embarrassed by the movie and break up with Mizdow with Mizdow turning face in the process. Yes, Mizdow planted hidden cameras over the Miz's house, and he's the face. (laughs) (laughs) He did creepy Uh, stalker move like that. Only in WWE could the creepy stalker be the good guy. Uh, Next up, Naomi versus Alicia Fox. Moving on. Yeah, that match, that happened. I noticed, though, uh, at the end of that match, uh, Fox hit her, her scissors kick, which yeah. used to be Booker T's move, and Booker really put over, like, the how strong that move was. 
It's like, oh, he hit a scissor kick. She ain't getting up from that. No, no. Oh, whatever gets up from the scissor kick. I don't know why he turned into Macho Man there. Anyway. The the Macho King, Booker yeah. T? You think he's hard enough to understand now? Oh, shooky Shooky-dooky, quack, quack, Michael. Oh, yeah, dig it. That's weird. Where'd all this coffee creamer come from? <laughs> uh, Dean Ambrose continues his psych evaluation backstage. Skipped it all. Skipped don't it care. all. I don't, I, you know, I I like Dean Ambrose, and uh, what I saw of the segment was funny, but, uh, I mean, there's, like, no wrestling on the show. And Dean Ambrose did have a match after all this, but I... See, I don't mind Dean Ambrose being funny when he comes out to the ring and says something humorous. Uh, yeah. The little backstage skits that are comedy. It's like, no, Dean Ambrose right now is supposed to be your crazy motherfucker that'll pull out yeah. a fork and stab you in the eye. Like, don't, I don't want to see him having little silly backstage segments. I I guess my whole thing is we supposedly need to take Raw to three hours and we're not using a lot of this talent and we're not doing anything fresh or new on Raw. But we have time for Dean Ambrose to do uh, uh, Rorschach blot tests. Yeah, him him coming out and mutilating a blow-up doll dressed like Seth Rollins. That's that's good, crazy funny. Uh, he's just mutilated a blow-up doll every week. Yeah, that's whoever yeah, he's feuding with. <laughs> Spent three months coming out with a Bray Wyatt blow-up doll. <laughs> Uh, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman come out to the ring to cut a promo. Note, note this, Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman cut out to the ring to cut a promo before coming out at the end of the show to stand in the middle of the ring and cut a promo while signing a contract. Yeah, that... They didn't do it. They didn't do anything else. They just came out and said, Brock Lesnar's really kind of badass and left. Also stating that, uh, like no one has been a, a wrestling champion and UFC champion when, uh, Dan Severn was both at the same time. In like '97, he was the NWA champion. He wasn't WWE champion, but still world champion. Doesn't count. It was WWE, and they're the only game that matters. Chris doesn't know who Dan Severn. <laughs> I mentioned him in this week's. I hate you so much. Next up, The Miz versus Jey Uso. Moving on. Yeah, I. How many times? How many times have we seen? The Miz and Mizdow versus the Usos and all its variations. Too damn many times. But you pointed out on Twitter that Miz and uh, Miz and the Usos had their fight on Raw like two weeks ago, and then Miz and uh, Mizdow got beat up by the Ascension, and now yeah, they're and immediately about they're immediately back feuding with the tag champs. Like, no, you got your asses handed to you yeah. by the new team. You don't get to run right back into number one contender spot. And the Ascension show up later. I'll go ahead and mention this while we're talking about it. The, the Ascension show up later on Raw, do another, we're better than everybody, raw heels promo, and then proceed to just beat up some more local jobbers. Yeah. Like, you came out on your debut, and you demolished the Miz and Miz down, who right now are your, in the upper echelon of all three of your tag teams. Yeah, four. You have the Swinging Cats. Swinging um, Cats. Oh, that's the name <laughs> Kid and Cesaro have given themselves, the Swinging that's, Cats. Isn't that great? Awesome. Because Cesaro swings and Tyson Kidd loves cats. Yeah. Um, no, it's like, and like I, they need to be like, why not? Why are they? Why are local jobbers? That makes no sense. Like it worked for Ryback because he didn't come out in his uh, debut and like lay anybody big out. Local jobbers work there. They've already taken out Miz and Miz now. They don't need to be beating up. Yeah, they've demolished whatever. guys who an hour earlier were the champions. Yeah. At, le at the very least, they should be taking, like, they should be laying out Slater Gator. Or they should be taking some of these guys who are not doing anything and just make a couple of, like, mix, mix and match tag teams to get demolished by the Ascension. You might find something good there. Who knows? I don't like the way they're handling the well, Ascension. Slater Gator's kind of on hold. Wait, what happened? Because, well, uh, Slater's still kind of doing his lawsuit. Oh, right, yeah. That would explain why I haven't seen Friend of the Raw Reactor Heath Slater on TV in a while. Good luck, Keith. It's, yeah, it was said that uh, they're keeping him off TV, even though it's like it's not true. It can't possibly yeah, be he's... because of where he was when everything happened. But uh, yeah, it's until it all blows over or until it's like finally settled, they're keeping him off TV. By the way, the uh, Kevin Nash lawsuit was resolved uh, uh, Wednesday morning, evidently. Which that was such a, a silly fucking mm -hmm. thing. But now, interestingly enough, not only is Nash not announced for. Uh, Raw this week for the NWO reunion yet, 
Uh, Nash went on and tweeted that uh, he doesn't see himself ever returning to the WWE right now. I noted that he said uh, you will. Uh, it doesn't look like you will see Kevin Nash on WWE television again. Oh yeah, which means the return of Master Blaster Steel. Oz. I'm surprised you know Oz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know Master Blaster. So. Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> Vinny Vegas. Would you? Would you mark for Oz entering the Royal Rumble? I would, just because I would know how miserable fucking Kevin Nash is to be dressed as Oz. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out to the ring next to talk about the Royal Rumble because the crowd was, I guess, pretty dead after watching The Miz and Jey Uso go at it again. So you gotta perk him up. Perk him up a little bit. Uh, Bryan comes out, cuts a promo. Stephanie McMahon comes out, does her Stephanie McMahon thing. Kane comes out, and it's announced that on SmackDown, Bryan's making his Raw return versus Kane. He's making his Raw return on SmackDown, that's right. SmackDown <laughs> return versus Kane. <sighs> did you, uh, did you read SmackDown spoilers? I did. I, I don't want to, like, spoil it, because I know we go up before SmackDown here. Oh, no, we don't! We go up on Friday! It's a Thursday! We can talk SmackDown! Oh, yay! Even though we still won't yay! watch it. We Shut filmed up. this no, on Wednesday that's... before SmackDown happens, and then it goes up on Friday yes. after SmackDown airs, so... It'll have happened, filmed... but... <laughs> yeah, we filmed this podcast on Wednesday. Yeah, we film it. It goes on magnetic tape. Shut up. On the mag- I've got, uh, my mic... we got an old running... fucking reel-to-reel here. <laughs> reel-to-reel? I have uh, three record players hooked up. That's how we do the music. And the goddamn uh, Lindy Hop as our theme song. Yeah, they announced Brian versus Kane on SmackDown, which opens up SmackDown and then is, uh, ends in a DQ so they can throw. Uh, uh, who is it? Brian and Reigns? Well, it's a six man. Oh, that's right. It's a six man. Brian Reigns and Ambrose, I believe. That's right. And then it's Show Rollins and uh, Harper. I'm. Looking it up right now, so keep talking. Yes, well, Brian Ambrose talking. and Reigns defeat Rollins, Big Show, and Kane. Oh, oh, right, yeah, I guess Kane makes sense. Whoops, forgot about him. You'll learn pretty quick, new listeners, that I have a blind spot whenever the Big Show shows up. <laughs> My brain just shuts down. It's such a such a blind spot that you put a completely other person in his spot. It gets a little hazy once the big show shows up. He just kind of obscures everything. He doesn't even look mind. like Luke Harper. <laughs> that is not a well, that is not a confusion you can make even if your vision is blurry. Well, they're both big guys, and up until uh, a few months ago, Kane was wearing a dirty tank top. No, big show. Oh. You said Kane. Anyway. It was... Did I say Kane? See? I'm just, I just, I hear big show and my brain just... Off. Yeah, it was the Brian and Kane match at the beginning, and then it became Brian, Ambrose, and Reigns versus Rollins, Big Show, and Kane. Uh, next up, Brie Bella with Nikki Bella versus Paige with Natalia and Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd making his third appearance on this episode of Raw. That's good for him, I guess. Go, go Tyson. Let's also take a moment to discuss the most important part of this match. Tyson Kidd's shirt. <laughs> The, like, cat shirt thing. Oh, my God. Was that not magnificent? Oh, the cats with the aviator glasses. It was so... Uh, he's such a he's such a douchebag heel. I love it. Yeah. On NXT, uh, where he actually wrestles, uh, he's, <laughs> he started uh, wearing, like, sort of an AJ Styles hooded, hooded jacket. Yeah. But the hood has cat ears on it. <laughs> amazing. Just amazing. He was doing a promo um, wearing that, and he kept telling... Uh, who was he telling? I forget now, but he was with Natalia, and he's like, go check on my cats, and she's like, our cats? He's like, yeah, yeah, our cats, but go check on my cats. Um, uh, It was asked uh, where the, uh, somebody was asking where they think the kid Natalia angle's gonna go. Now all these other people thrown in. I am going to predict my theory right now. I'm gonna say it's going to turn into a Natalia is cheating on Tyson with Cesaro angle, but it will actually be revealed she is cheating on both of them with Paige. That's like old fucking ECW booking. <laughs> you think Tyson Kidd's going to be like, I'll take them both. Yeah, I'll take them both. I'm a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> and by both, I'll he means both the of... cats, and he picks two kittens up out of a basket and walks away with them. We're going to go home and lick ourselves clean. That's gross. Uh... <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, next up, they finally confirm Randy Savage going into the Hall of Fame, and then the Ascension squash some local jobbers, and then back to Dean Ambrose being Dean Ambrose. I like which the biggest, to... the biggest thing of this this show: Randy Savage going into the Hall of Fame gets kind of a eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, I mean, it's probably, like I said, as soon as you see that graphic, expected to be inducted. It's kind of like, so he's going in. Sort of like when they was like, Brian's coming out to make a big announcement. Is he going to retire? Oh, I guess he's in the Rumble, huh? Yeah. But although it's been one of those things that it's like, instead of being excited about it now, I'm kind of like, about fucking time. And Yeah, that was, I'm like, it's really good he's going in. I just kind of wish we had done it when he was alive. Yeah. Even the warrior was like the warrior's body held out just long enough for him to go in. It's like he went in and all his power was taken from his body. The Hall of Fame ring did it. That zapped him of his oh. power. Oh no. Is that why is that why Seth Rollins was able to like hold down Edge on that episode? The Hall of Fame ring made him weak? Yeah. Well, and his neck. His neck doesn't help matters. <laughs> his neck doesn't help. By the way, I don't know if you saw um TNA reached out their feelers to try to convince, try to see if they could uh, perhaps convince Edge to join up and be their new authority. Figure. Right, they wanted him to be on their their first show on Destination America, allegedly. This is the report going around. What, what a mindfuck that would have been. <laughs> Although, would it have been? I mean, he's a former considering, WWE guy. He's not really under consider- contract with them. Considering all the other guys that uh, have jumped ship, Edge still shows up like once every three months. Yeah, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, I don't know that it would have been. It would have been like when Mick Foley showed up there. It's like, yeah. oh, hey, look, he's got a full-time job now. That's nice. <laughs> oh, oh, look, Edge has bills. <laughs> he's got a baby now, and I don't think Beth's wrestling anymore. Well, no, somebody's got to keep the baby in the Cobra so... Clutch when it can't sleep. So, yeah, it's like he... That's how re- that's how wrestlers put their kids to sleep, yeah. right? <laughs> um, Rusev versus Ambrose in a match that I completely ignored because it was right at the end of Raw, and by that point, it's like running a marathon, just like throwing water on your face, like well, yeah, you're dr- just trying to push through to the end. You don't know what's happening, what's around you. Really, I'm just trying to push through to the point where I'm like, oh, it's the end segment promo. I can stop watching now. Nothing's going to happen. And as expected, nothing happened because immediately after this was everybody's favorite wrestling segment, the contract signing. Uh, Where Seth Rollins stumbled over his words, and then John Cena made a bunch of empty threats, and Brock Lesnar was like, yeah, I'll beat up both of you. (laughs) And still managed to give, like, two of the most disgusting German suplexes. Oh man, Cena took it, and it was like, yeah, we saw those. That's pretty impressive. And then Rollins took it, and it's like, Jesus, Seth! Like, Seth, you don't have to sell it like that. Oh, my God, man. Uh, Cena puts Lesnar through a table with an AA. Rollins hits a curb stomp on uh, Cena and then hits a curb stomp on Lesnar. And Rollins stands tall over both of them because he's going to lose at the Rumble. What? That's what that I loud? thought was a I, huge, I'm sorry? huge missed opportunity there. Yeah. Rollins not yeah. catching him? The champion Here's... has just taken two finishers through a table. But now think of it like this, though. He's still in that triple threat match. They just signed the contract for it. If he cashes in now, he's going up against both of them in a triple threat without the briefcase. Yeah, but I mean, it's still, like, then he's still champion, though. He's got the championship advantage, which I guess doesn't exist in a triple threat match, but... Not in a triple threat. And I mean, against Lesnar and Cena, if both of them are on him, Rollins is done. Although that'd be great. No, he, he cashes in on Raw. Uh, they have the match, and he just, like, slithers out and lets Cena and Lesnar take out their frustrations on each other, and then, like, whoever's left standing rolls in curb stomp pin. <laughs> that would have been a good way to do it. Uh, I honestly think uh, they're going to have Rollins be the first one to cash in at WrestleMania. Probably. I think that's where this is going. I think they're going to give him that kind of... I think that's their rub they're going to give him, sort of like... Edge was the first one to cash in, and Punk was the first one to win back-to-back. I think they're going to let him be the first one to cash in Rumble. Oh, and Damian Sandow was the the first one. No, Cena. No, John Cena. But it doesn't count because it was DQ. Eh, He still lost. you got to remember, they can gloss over that. They're like, oh, it's DQ. It's fine. Well, he technically won because it was a DQ, but... Well, if you want to be technical about it, technically, uh, uh, Mr. Anderson was the first one to lose the briefcase, but, you know... Well, he lost the briefcase. He didn't lose his title match because he didn't get the This is true. This is true. And that's raw. That's raw. So, yeah, not a fucking thing happened in three hours. We're exactly where we were last week. Remember when raw was two hours long? I remember when it was good. You don't, because you weren't watching then. Oh, my God. I hate you so much. (laughs) That's it for us this week, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
new listeners who find us from fan. We hope you enjoyed us. Uh, if you've got questions for us, things you want us to talk about, things you want us to mention on the air, tweet it to at the homeworld using the hashtag uh, RFNS, and uh, we'll we'll read them on the Maybe. air. Make make them I'll good. Make them good, and if you make fun of Mike, I may be very yeah, prone to read it. read it louder. I'll read it louder. I will read it in either my Macho Man or my Skeletor voice. Michael! But just remember to only reference wrestling from like the last six years. I wonder if I could do like a Macho Man Skeletor voice. No. No, I'm like in my head. I'm, I'm You're going to sprain your uvula. Like Next week it'll just be Mike on the podcast <laughs> because Chris can't talk. I can't make snarky comments Thanks about you not knowing wrestling if it's only me talking. I can't do it. Just over here, like, punching my yeah, microphone. <laughs> I hate you, Michael. <laughs> you got, like, one of them little was... voice gimmicks to put up <laughs> against your throat? Oh, man, I could do like uh, Kane did with the voice thing. Don't act like you. <laughs> I know. I know some things. I'm in the know. I got Wikipedia. Don't act like you even knew that gimmick. Uh, go to Mike's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash nodicemike and watch him uh, do yes. things like Power Rangers Super Legends. Go to my channel at youtube.com slash jcbaggy and watch me play The Amazing Spider-Man. And also I opened up some uh, Marvel superhero mashers this week, which were actually really cool little figures. You should check that out. I think they look really cool on my shelf. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you can support us at patreon.com slash thehomeworld. And if you like Mike, you can buy his artwork at uh, nodicemike at yahoo.com. Nodicecomics at yahoo.com. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No nice comics at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Uh, join us next week for the second annual Royal Rumble Royale. We'll be talking the Rumble and making some predictions and talking uh, some bullshit about that. And hopefully they'll have more than three matches announced by them. Wait, we have three matches now? I know we have the Rumble and the title match. Uh, oh, yeah, SmackDown, they announced a third wow. match. You know what it is? Yes. Uh, yes. I was going to say Daniel Bryan versus Kane, but I guess Bryan's in the Rumble. And they don't do that anymore. Uh, yeah. No, oh. guess. Just guess. I'll give you a hint. Not a fresh matchup. <laughs> Is it Miz and Miz Dow versus the Usos? Or, or the, the titles. titles? See that on the pre show. Thanks, everybody. We'll Bye. see you next week.